listening to our contestant is Carlos. His friends call him Los. Los? That's right. I, I do tend to explode only when by myself. What's the big deal? That she you touched that? a man's trash can. Bro, right now I'm committing a Schedule 1 felony. Allegedly. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's bullshit. bullshit. He's the mole, dude. <laughs> He's got be. the mole in the face of his cock, dude. He's fucking home like a hole. Like a hole. Mom, you <laughs> are a horrible human being. She's being you know what? Right. Why don't you die from breast cancer or something? <gasps> wow. No, you take wow. that back. That's usually, it's, hey, I ever get so-and-so, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. I'm also a woman. But in the event of an emergency, your regular exit might not be not a very different sector. There's no way out. There's no way out. We're through. We're through. That's right. Now is the time to open your mind. In our search for the unknown, who knows what we will find? This is Emergency Exit. This is episode 87, and today is August 27, 2018. We are broadcasting to you again from our floating tin can. Far above the world. I am your host. Chris, I'm not again. All right, we're back from the Sorry, tin can. We're back from the Barry Gibb talk show. My bad. Barry Gibb talk show. I'm from the meat tree. The surgeon. Whoa. Hi, welcome to the show. I am your host, Los. Follow me on Twitter at That's Right Los. Joining me, as always, follow him at Writer Guitar is Nick the Passion Writer. And streaming us live to the universe and working so hard for that money is Brandon the Hard Hat Mitchell. Check him out and us on Twitter at E-M-E-X-Pod. That's right. Welcome to the show. All you viewers on Facebook land, YouTube land. Uh, any other land? Um, TV land. Um, Game show network. America land. Amer- America land. Uh, we've got the Zombie hard hat land. here, as you guys can no doubt see. A hard hat is here with us. we got Brandon a hard hat. We've got... These boys are hard hatting together lately. They're working they hard. They've been hatting. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, uh, we were going to do a Brew World Order. We don't. We accidentally brought the same beer as we had when we first, uh, well, uh, Coach well, Coach, came. Well, not her second appearance. Uh, her second appearance there. So we're just going to crack this open real we're quick. We're just going to drink it anyway. We're just going to crack it open 100%. while we listen to the Brew World Order. <sighs> it's the Brew <laughs> That was a quick I think one. I'm, I might enjoy it more this time than I did last time. It's got this flora, floral taste. You know, because you know what happened? It, was, it, it passed by us because it was still warm. It, was, uh, it wasn't even cold oh, yet. That, it was warm-ish, yeah. It was like lightly cooled. Yeah, and it wasn't Like it just chilled. been sitting mm-hmm. in a basement for a while. It was just cool. It wasn't chilled. Right. Um, well, that being said, this is Circle. Fanny Pack, uh, fanny pack Kolsch by uh, Circle. Um, and I'm going to give it a four. No. Giving this a, a three. Wow, that was pretty wow. mature. I'm jumping down because I don't like that floral, bitter, like, uh, it tastes like you're chomping on a flower a bit. Can you taste Which, that did, flower? Didn't, you, didn't like, you do that as a kid? Um, no. Flowers? Which is why when we're at Adelbert's, hibiscus is my favorite fucking beer they got. And apparently, okay. I just like eating flowers. Let me taste that again. Yeah, I don't like the floral. 
It's too well, it's because you like that pussy, that bitter, nasty, <laughs> hoppy bullshit. Okay, what are you gonna rate this? Are we? We're, we're, I we said already, we're gonna we it at we, once. I thought we were. Yeah, that's yeah. a reward order. That's me uh, being a DJ there. I was like. Anyways, hey guys, we're going to be talking about the big switch today. What is the big switch? The big switch is the idea that Democrats and Republicans switched parties. Now we do see that. Well, ideals, right? It's ideals, um, but essentially, that's all that beer, all the scatting, sorry. We're going to talk about that today. So give us a call, uh, 830-875-0637. Dude, we almost have that, uh, it's like a... Eight three zero eight seven five zero six three seven. I mean, it rolls right off the tongue. So it's you're trying to fit three extra digits in there. Though. The song only has seven. Eight seven five zero six three seven. See, there you go. In the area code of eight three zero. Eight three zero has got it going on. I like what you're doing, but they're just not working out. Okay, and it doesn't matter. I'm just trying to get hyped up for this big switch. Stick and move, stick and move. All right, so, like I said, we're going to talk about the big switch. So, let me hear that. Let me see that first image. Boom. Let's talk about the Republicans for a moment. It's the grand old party. I thought it was the government of the people at first, but it also could mean that. It's the party of fat cat bigwigs. The GOP was once referred to as classic liberalism with ideological stands that were anti-slavery and pro-economic reform. The GOP's political platform supports lower taxes, free market capitalism, free enterprise, a strong national defense, gun rights, deregulation, and restrictions on labor unions. The first and last Republicans are... Abraham Lincoln and Donald Trump. It was terrific. That sounds like my James Gandolfini. Everything sounds like James Gandolfini. Okay, number two. Bam. So we got Democrats here. They're the main opposition of the GOP and who we're going to be talking about mostly today. Actually, we're talking about both of them, but this is very anti-Democrat. I'm sorry for uh, anyone that's very much Democrat. Sorry in advance. Uh, The party of the 17th president... Andrew Jackson, whose fondness for making and breaking Native American treaties led to the single worst episode in America's history, The Trail of Tears. Did I not have a picture for that shit? Oh, that's all right. Today, the House Democratic Democratic Caucus is composed mostly of centrists and progressives with a small minority of conservative Democrats. Would you consider yourself a conservative? I think you'd say you'd be more on the conservative realm of Democrats. Probably yeah. so. Yeah, I I'd don't say think I'm all far left. You're definitely like a small. There. Yeah, you're not. You're definitely not far left. Uh, you're definitely the small minority they're talking about there. That's you, right there. Cool. <laughs> cool. He's like fucking. Just get over it. The party's philosophy of modern liberalism advocates social and economic equality along with the welfare state. It seeks to provide government intervention and regulation in the economy. Government intervention. I don't like that. That's all right. Let's keep on certain things. I mean, I think both parties want government intervention and interference on certain things, keeping but not real. on other things. So keeping it real, my man. Uh, no, I can't argue. We got We got to be fucking fair here. We are being fair. Um, I did say they do want restrictions on labor unions. So, <clears throat> which and in women's bodies and bathrooms. 
Yeah, they should have put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Labor, uh, women's bodies. What are they? What are they trying to do? Oh, Jesus! He's gonna say the abortion <laughs> thing. Well, yeah, that and the uh, the birth control. Birth controls. Uh, I don't know much about the birth control thing. Anyways, we'll we'll, we'll get into that in All another right. episode, right? So, with the Democrats' roots in slavery, Jim Crow laws, and Indian tears, what happened? This isn't the platform we hear about today, the platform of Nick the Passion, a writer. I always heard about the big switch as I learned about politics, the idea that Republicans and Democrats suddenly switch political parties, perhaps switch uh, ideas, their ideological uh, affiliations, if you will. The once racist Democrats are now the racist Republicans. But... What is that all about? In my research, I found little evidence that Republicans ever owned slaves. However, I did find one instance where Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, owned a slave. And I found that Democrats loved slavery to the point of fighting for it. They loved it so much. Not you. Not you, though. I definitely never fought for it, no. No, you didn't. Uh, but that's not what we hear and see today. The, Democra- the Democratic Party... So there are no Democrats fighting for... Slavery today. No, absolutely not. Let's get that straight. But neither are any Republicans. So. Okay. Saying, I don't know. Like, we're, we'll we're, wait till the end of it. Yes, I'll give my final course, thoughts at the end. Of course. He's, he's, you want some Springer paper? Style. You want some paper to write some stuff? <laughs> he's like, I can't. I don't think I can remember all this stuff. Okay. The Democratic Party in 2018 will tell you that they are on the front lines of social justice, racial equality, civil rights, and above all, Democrats are the party of inclusion. This hasn't always been the platform of the Democratic Party. The Republican Party, led by its first nominated president, Abraham Lincoln. God damn, that's a, that's a handsome president right there. First president with a beard? I don't think so. It's not true. <laughs> I don't think he was, no. First president that rocked a, a beard without a mustache. Fair? No, also I don't ah! think so. <laughs> he was 17th president, uh, 16th president. I'll he, give you that one. <laughs> all right. Uh, he's, I got one. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was the, I think it was a little girl from Minneapolis, Kansas, actually, that wrote the letter to him convincing him to grow a beard. Oh, Kansas. Represent. Kansas. Ding, ding, ding. So remember I told you that Lincoln owned a slave? Let me yeah. tell you a little story here. When Lincoln was a lawyer in Springfield, a free black woman came to see him. She told Lincoln that her son got a job on a steamer going up and down the Mississippi. When in, the new, when in New Orleans... He got off to sightsee. He did not know that any unattached black could be taken and sold. Authorities captured the boy. If he had no owner, he was now a slave, which fucking sucks. Ah, man. Glad we live in our time. If he had an owner, the owner could have done... If he had an owner, the owner could have done one of three things. Do nothing. Buy back his property at an auction. (laughs) Imagine that. Do nothing. Uh, meh, meh. No, wait. Jesus, that's... Because one of them is buy his property, uh, buy his property back at auction, or claim his property and pay a small administrative fee. So he's like, "How much?" It's again? like it was fucking repoed or something. He has to go get it out of the fucking impound. Could you imagine if that was like uh, the impound, like it's a dog or something? Right. You pick it's up a your human dog? being we're talking about here. This is a fucking person. By, well, they weren't people back then. That's, that's the shitty insane. part, right? Yeah. Now, with the help of the man in New Orleans, and we both just said it. That makes us both fucking horrible. Oh. <laughs> Well, I was still talking about dogs. Dogs are more than it also. No, they're definitely it's. I definitely never refer to my dog as it. Really? Fuck no. Little Gooby? Little Goob, man. He either gets name or he. It's a pretty good dog. Fuck you, man. (laughs) 
Fuck you, man. Speaking of fuck you, we're going to talk, talk about, about my dog like that. We're going to talk about fuck you here in just a second. With the help of C-Lo a man Green? in New Orleans. No, CeeLo, no. <laughs> but he's he might be part of the story here. Uh, Lincoln chose to... Fuck you, too. <laughs> Lincoln chose to claim the boy and pay the fee. Guess what? This is the time where Lincoln was now a slave owner. They're sort of, though. Lincoln he's also just trying for, to do right by this poor yeah. guy. Well, now he's technically... But technically, though? Technically? He, so what do you do about it after he... Bought this boy out of. Let me impound. tell you what this. Let me tell you what this scavenge, this savage racist did here. Nobody ever said anything like that about Lincoln. <laughs> let me ever. tell you about this. Yeah, no. I one, think those are the first words from your mouth. Is the first time anybody's put those words in relation to Abraham Lincoln. Oh man, the first. Let me tell you a little something about that racist Lincoln, man. The motherfucker took that boy, uh, paid for his passage to Springfield, and when he arrived in Springfield with the boy. That racist turned the boy over to the mother. God, what a fucking scumbag. I mean, that's just the lowest of the low. (laughs) Right there. Lowest of the low. That's the worst thing a human being could do to another person. But if you look, you will find that no other Republican owned slaves. Not a one? Not one. Not a single one. Not a single one. Look it up. It is is there. And if you keep looking, not even to this day either. Let's talk about the civil rights movement in the 60s for a moment. Not the one that uh, Democrats take credit for. Let's go back to the presidential election in 1860. We're stepping out. All righty. The Republican Party, the North, uh, run by Abraham Lincoln. Well, he was... He was the, the president, so he ran the whole United States, which wasn't United States at the time. It was the states. They were United States. Yes, they were. Because, uh, anyways, I'm getting, I'm getting all crazy and uh, up here. So the Republican Party started banning slavery in all the U.S. territories. Meanwhile, the South states found this to be against their constitutional rights. Well, yeah, because the government's coming in and telling you what you can do with your property, taking your property and releasing your property into the wild again. Right. Of course, we're talking about slaves here, and they deserve to be free. They don't never be deserve to be a, a fucking slave, but they don't never be. They don't never be. Dang! Oh, ah, Jesus! So the South states found this to be against their constitutional rights. With this first step in a grand plan to the full abolishment of slavery, big cotton farm owners were in the South were also worried about taking a huge hit financially. Of course, right? So the South said, "Fuck you!" Ah, there it is. Fuck you too. Uh, so the South said, fuck you to the South and seceded. Soon the Confederate States of America would begin the fight against the abolitionists up north. That's right. And it was absolutely all about slavery. It wasn't all about slavery. Well. But mostly. It was the, that was the biggest chunk. It was definitely the hugest fucking chunk about it. So maybe there were some other things they fucking pigeonholed in there, but they're if like, they were ever like, oh, you were doing slavery, shut the fuck. It was like, about hey, slavery. I got this bill here, man. We got this genetically modified like organism. When they seceded, that- many of the states had like the, their own constitution and very specifically stated slavery in there. Like that was, that was they what they really wanted. They really fucking wanted it, They too. wanted it very Unbelievable, much Hey, but, but I will go on the record to say any good Texan knows that Texas from day one was against slavery. Not true. Well, how so? Because <laughs> there was a period when they absolutely wanted it and also Texas? Put, it, put it in their constitution. Texas. Yes. Texas. Yes. I disagree. I had you. to learn this when I substituted for a Texas history class, sir. Mm, then, Very recently. Then they must have rediscovered some new history. 
Um, it's weird that I know it, but they definitely did want it at one point. But they also had many different revolutions and had to do it many different times and secede multiple times from both Mexico and the United States. So it probably wasn't in there for very long. But are it we wasn't talking there. Stephen Stephen F. Austin, the original three hundred? I uh, I don't know. I learned it as when Texas was seceding. It was in one of their constitutions. After Texas, after the Texas Revolution ended in eighteen thirty six, the Constitution of the Republic of Texas made slavery. Legal, but when it was settled by Stephen F. Austin, <clears throat> okay, I'm just saying in then, Texas history they, it did well, happen. They did not want slavery. That's all I'm saying. That was a little Nick explains you guys. It is at some point in Texas history. All right, he would know. It's most recently in that fucking sure. However, that Stephen shit, yeah. F. Austin, although a noted racist, was not a proponent for slavery. Somehow, well, we all know how the Civil War ended, right? Republicans won that one. The North won it. It was a win for the Republic. Let's move on to another democratic point, social justice. Rosa Parks, MLK Jr., Ida B. Wells, just a few names in the fight for social justice, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We need to talk about the aftermath of the Civil War first. <clears throat> Excuse me while I take what, a little drink. What did you bring that up for just to jump back? Because I want you to get ready like for it. like a fucking line <clears throat> dance or something? <laughs> now grab your partner. Wait for a second. <laughs> Best of- <laughs> line dance ever. Just stop. <laughs> Grab your partner. And that's it. Just, just stop. Hold up. Stop. Good. Stop. Good. And we're going to come in. We're going to swoop in, check your progress, <laughs> and just say stop. Give it up. And, and you, you, you have to you have to stop. to stop. One, two, three, four. The 13th Amendment was passed. Bam. <clears throat> the 13th Amendment to abolish slavery. These are, this is very, this is important. 100% of Republicans support this while only 23 of Democrats did. 23%, excuse me. The final count was... <laughs> it might as well have been 23. Well, that's a very important distinction to make between 23 people and 23%. Right, 100% of Republicans supported this while only 23% of Democrats did. The final count was 119 to 56, just enough to pass it needed 117. President Lincoln signed the resolution on February 1st, 1865. He would later be assassinated just a month and 14 days later. And by, well, his name was James Wilkes Booth. John Wilkes Booth. John James. Did John. I say James? <laughs> John Wilkes Booth, who uh, was very pissed off about uh, releasing slaves. He was pissed so. off about that. Uh, why don't we it's ask funny, him? Historical fact: uh, Lincoln was sitting there watching this play with his wife, and he's like, "God, this is terrible. I wish someone would just shoot me." Wish I had like a rim shot or something. I knew where you're going with that. Well, <laughs> all right. So the legislation was um, the legislation was. <clears throat> God, I got a frog in my throat again. This all legislation right, was. Mm, this legislation. This legislation was enacted by Congress in 1865, but was vetoed by President Andrew Johnson, who's Lincoln's vice president and Democrat. So that was weird. So he was running with a Democrat, but of course there weren't any Republicans before. Lincoln started. There was only one other um, that was running, I believe, but the Republicans had started when Mr. Abe was going. They had split off. There's some other history you guys got to learn there. If you don't know it, you know, pick up a book. Oh, I wish I had lemons dropped for that. Pick up a book. Go to a library. Pick up a book. Fuck off. (laughs) Is that how it goes? I don't remember. Is that where she was like kick rocks as well? So did you ever think, uh, yeah, kick rocks, that's what it was. Did you, did you know 
that Abe Lincoln was a Dem, uh, was a Republican? Did you ever think he was a re- Democrat? No, I knew he was Republican. See, I never. Was... I thought I always figured that he was. Like, if you didn't really know, you just kind of would figure. If I was to randomly ask people if you know what party these people right. would belong to, no, I was to, always well aware. That's why those epic rap battles of history, anytime they're like political, he always comes in to scream at the fucking Republican, like, what the fuck did you do That's to right. my party, you piece of shit? That's right, he's like... I started this, and you fucked it up! He's like, you fucked free. it up, Walter! And he's like, eagle! And they yeah. fly off on an eagle with his uh, gold grill. Anyways, uh, so I think this is why some people might think that he's a Democrat because of... Uh, Andrew Johnson, who succeeded, not succeeded to, uh, who succeeded him afterwards, and then won election four year, for four more for more years. There's a quote from President Andrew Johnson. You're not going to like it. This is a country for white men, and by God, as long as I am president, it shall be government of white men. Um, wow, is that an actual audio clip or? Yes, uh, oh, that's cool. That's, that's cool that we can get audio clips. From and it's so clear and crisp. I know, you know, like great. you had a condenser mic or something. Did they? They didn't have condenser mics. I don't think condenser ribbon mics for sure, but I don't think yeah, just they had just two wires yeah, with a membrane yeah, yeah, on it. In April 1866, Congress again passed the bill to support the Thirteenth Amendment, although Johnson again vetoed it. A two-thirds majority in each chamber overcame the veto, and the bill therefore became law. Yes. Johnson later was impeached for the vetoes, but was found not guilty. Now, this was a crazy time for America, I bet. Could you imagine all that shit? Like, being a Republican, I would assume just being someone that's against uh, slaves in general, you're just like, you see this thing happen. This guy was running with the guy who freed the slaves. And he's... Fucking succeeded him, and then was like, eh, fuck you guys! And he was super racist, too, man. Jesus, monkey balls. Anyways... he wasn't even like... Sneaky about it. He was just right out in you, right out in the open with it. They felt that he was doing some bad shit. He they he ran through court for an impeachment and they, it did not stick. But he is one of the three, four presidents that got impeached. I think three. three presidents. Yes, I was thinking of but Trump. But none for a of second. them have actually gone all the way through because Nixon resigned before he actually got impeached. Correct. And then Clinton didn't officially get impeached. Right. It never. It never. Like you he went into trial for it. You can't impeach a sitting president. I believe. Yes, no, you, can. you can't. You can't, right? You can't. you can't impeach a sitting president. Right. I thought that's exactly what impeachment was. Well, afterwards, when they're out of the out of the 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 presidency, they'll go. Oh to, wait, no, it might be. Um, that's exactly what impeachment means. They have to be a sitting president for it. I, I to think happen. it might be indict. I don't think you can indict a sitting president. You, you know what? We're not fucking lawyers. You impeach lawyers. them so that they're not president anymore, and then you can indict them. But impeaching is against a sitting president. Are you sure? I just don't think any of them have officially happened because Nixon fucking jumped shit before it could, and they decided that Bill Clinton's perjury, which is the only thing he was actually in trouble for, was the perjury, not the blowjob. It's but, not specific to the president, just high office, uh, high officials in the government. Right. Which he's the highest, of course. Anyways. But they have to be in office because it's about removing them from office, so they have to be sitting. What if he's standing? Ah, just he just never face. sits. He's got one of those stand-up desks. Yeah, he gets, <laughs> gets around on a gets around on a Segway instead of riding a motorcade. Oh, that's too funny. Oh wait, are we talking about Job? <laughs> <laughs> Illusions, Michael. Illusion. All right, a trick so is something a hooker does for money. Let's keep. Let's let's move on here. Let's. 
Yeah, here's how they voted for the in the next few amendments. Let's pop up that next image. 14th Amendment, which gave citizenship to freed slaves. 94% of Republicans supported this, while no Democrats did. The 15th Amendment popped that one up, which gave the right to vote to all native-born, had 100% Republican support, and you guessed it, no Democrat support. Unfortunately, right. ap after the war... In a few rounds of amendments, blacks had a constitutional right to vote and live free. But these were just ignored words on paper as far as any black American would notice, all because Democrats would not accept the rights of a black man. This was the era of Reconstruction, the Reconstruction era. The North won and was imposing anti-slavery laws across the states. The states, the slaves were now free and living among the same people who fought against their freedom. They vastly outnumbered the amount of white men those white boys did not like that. No way. Pop up that. Confederate veterans who had lost their power during the war slowly began getting it back, gaining it back. Affiliated with the Democratic Party and with help from white supremacist groups, the red shirts of the southern United States and the white man's league, ting, together they would kick Republicans out of the office and intimidate freedmen from voting and politically organizing. This would lead to the forming of the most hated group in modern American history. The Ku Klux Klan. As a secret vigilante group, the Klan targeted freedmen and their allies. It sought to restore white supremacy by threats and violence, including murder against black and white Republicans. In 1870 and 1871, the federal government passed the Enforcements Act, which were intended to persecute, uh, prosecute, and suppress Klan crimes, which is why they wear a lot of the hoods and shit now. Didn't stop them. Okay. Anyways. Boom. Next one. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's not forget the first movie screened in the White House was The Birth of a Nation. The Birth of a Nation is highly controversial for its portrayal of black men, many played by white actors in blackface as unintelligent and sexually aggressive towards white women, and the portrayal of the Ku Klux Klan as a heroic force. Who was in office at the time? President. Right, he didn't give a year. Who? I said you didn't give it any kind of time frame here. President Woodrow Wilson, and it, he was a Democrat. That's right. So this would also begin the rise of what is known as Jim Crow laws. Not the movie, of course, but this era. This would be the rise of Jim Crow laws. The origin of, let's get that, boom. The origin of the phrase Jim Crow has often been attributed to Jump Jim Crow, a song and dance caricature of black performed by white actor Thomas D. Rice in blackface, which first surfaced in 1832, damn it, I had, I was saying that right the first time. Let me, I'm going to read that again because I want to redo point. that there. Yeah, there was, fuck, I was just rolling through it. <clears throat> the origin of the phrase Jim Crow was often attributed to Jump Jim Crow, a song and dance character of blacks performed by white actor Thomas D. Rice in blackface, which surfaced in 1832 and was used to satirize Andrew Jackson's, Johnson Jackson's, fuck, Populist what in policies. the fuck are you saying? I'm just reading too fast. I wrote all this stuff, take too. Take your time, man. Yeah, right. Take your time. Take your time. In blackface, which first surfaced in 1832, which was used to satirize Andrew Jackson's populist policies. As a result of Rice's fame, Jim Crow by 1838 had become a pejorative expression meaning Negro. That's right. When Southern legislatures passed laws of racial segregation directed against blacks at the end of the 19th century, these statutes became known as what? The Jim Crow laws? Yeah. Who played Crow? I was going to try to make a Crow joke, but I've never watched that movie. Which one? The Crow? 
Oh, Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee. Remember we saw oh. him in that movie? We just showed oh, that's right. That's, dude, that dude's fucking Bruce Lee's son? <laughs> he oh. also died making that movie. What the? F- get the fuck out of here, really? Yeah. yeah, they didn't get the blanks made right, so he got like... <gasps> he got shot? He got fucking shot during one of the scenes. Dude. With a gun. With a real gun. It was a gun? And yeah. a real bullet. Wait, and the that... guy And the guy that did it, I think, took like 20 years off of acting or something. Like He just fucking kind of disappeared from the world for a while because he just fucking killed a guy on a film set. The guy killed a dude. Killed a dude. The guy killed a dude. Brand, uh, Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's son. He killed fucking Brandon Lee. Dude, that guy's Bruce Lee's son? Totally. All right, well, Black- it used to be. <laughs> 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 I guess they both used to be. Blacks were still elected to local offices throughout the 1880s, but their voting was suppressed for state and national elections. Uh, Democrats passed laws to, to make voter registration and electoral rules more restrictive. With Man, the result- who's doing that now? Well, let's see. With the result of political participation by most blacks and many poor whites began to decrease. Uh, It definitely did. Image 12 has the 19th Amendment, the right for women to vote. Republicans proposed women's suffrage as early as 1878. It was voted down by a Democrat-controlled Congress. Republicans reintroduced the issue each year, but for many years, Democrats tied it up in committees. It got to the floor in 1887. Democrats defeated it. Boom. Frustrated the suffragettes. Suffragette, who were mostly Republican, took the issue to the states. In 1900, several Republican-dominated states granted women the right to vote. Fuck yeah. In 1916, Monica, uh, Montana Republican Jeanette Rankin became the first woman elected to Congress. Congress took up the issue again in 1914 when it was again rejected by Senate Democrats. What the fuck? Only when the GOP won landslide majorities in both houses in 1918 did the 19th Amendment finally have the necessary two-thirds majorities to pass. The Democrats took their opposition to the states. Eight of the nine no votes in the 19th Amendment came from Democrat-controlled state legislatures. Jesus, fucking, what the fuck? So in this time of history, blacks and women primarily voted Republican. Where was this big fucking switch? Because it seems like uh, it's the opposite, right? Before yeah, we do... it's pretty, pretty opposite. Before we do, let's play a little game. Where is the fucking music? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. After all this time, you think No shit. Nope. Uh, I forget where I put it. Uh, sexy bed, don't touch me. Beef. Oh, it's beef. <laughs> nope, it's not that one. Sorry. That's idiot idiom. Mm. Closer. Um, Better, closer, warmer. Nope. That's right. That'll work. Whew. I need to rewrite all that stuff. It says eerie <laughs> bed. <laughs> so it threw Definitely me off. Definitely not eerie. All right, let's play a little game, you guys. All right. Just so much fucking, whew, Democrat hate. That's a lot of it. Too much for me to handle. So let's get to a game. What are we playing today? We're playing just a simple, little basic trivia game. I am your host, the Quizmaster. We're just full on stopping. This is not part of the show. What? (laughs) Like this isn't part of the? I thought you were going to something in in your topic. Oh no, we have to take a little break to uh, the monotony of things, lighten up the mood. And Brandon wanted to put a game in, and I was going to go straight to news after this. So yeah, let's do this. All right. So you want to kill that music? Are we just going to let it play? I thought it would be fun to keep it playing. I mean, like you can turn your, it down like a little bit. All right, check this out. Here we go. 
All right, we'll take it. All right. Yeah. And welcome back to the Emergency Exit General Trivia Game. The only game, only game on this show that is true or false. Mm. Well, probably not the only one. But what happens if you say something uh, false or what's actually true? What sound is it going to make? That's right. All right, let's play. Yeah. All right. What Thanks is the topic? for pointing that out. I didn't know if anyone knew. Jesus. <laughs> How are we playing? Just, uh, let's see. I guess you guys can write your answers down. Writing answers down. So no, no looking on the other other person's paper next to you. Honor system. Okay. It's going to be... Uh, How many questions are we doing here? Be so they can questions. play at home. Okay, so... Five questions. One, two, three, four, five. Remember, the one with the sideways humps, Lois, is the three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shit. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, God damn that. Okay, got and it. And I do have a tiebreaker. Great. Um, My phone's but, charged. But let's, let's hope we don't need it. So here we go. Number one, we're just going to jump straight into it. Actually, give you guys a little background story. This quiz is based off of something from last week's episode. Okay, cool. Remember your coriander bit? Yeah. It was seed Coriander based. is um, cilantro, by the way, everybody. Yeah. Hope you know that. Kind of learned that. So I, I, I figured we would, we would keep that, that tradition and keep up with the seeds. This is seed trivia. Seed trivia. Are you ready to do number one? Let's do number one. It's like, fuck, goddamn, thank you. All right. The Let's largest seed. Shit. True or false? Okay. The largest seed in the world weighs 10 pounds. Number two, if you plant a seed upside down, it can still grow. True or false? Number three, chlorophyll gives leaves their green color and absorbs light that is used in photosynthesis. More like borophyll. True or false? <laughs> Got into the French Number district four. there. 10% of tobacco seeds survived unprotected on the outside of the International Space Station after 18 months. And number five. That's right. Texas leads all states in the number of farms and ranches within its borders. Okay, I'm locked in. You're locked in. Nick, are you locked in? Yep. <laughs> all right. We're gonna... God damn it. Sorry about that, Come on. Boys. Come on. Get your fucking soundboard together. Number one, the largest seed weighs 10 pounds. That is false. The largest, the largest weighing 40 pounds, known as a palm tree seed. Palm tree seed. Mm -hmm. How many? 40 pounds? 40 pounds. That's as big as my... Gold okay. Number two, if you plant a seed upside down, it can still grow. That is true. That's right. All right. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Do me a favor. Let's kill that music for this next okay. one. Okay. Number three, chlorophyll gives leaves their green color and absorbs light and is used in photosynthesis. Come on, guys, y'all. We all know that. More like borophyll. Ah. That is true. Wonderful. Yes. Number four, 10% of tobacco seeds survived unprotected on the outside of the International Space Station after 18 months. I don't know if they did or not. That is false. 25% okay. of them survived. Ooh. And number five, Texas leads all other states in the number of farms I'll just and say ranches. Yes, because that's right. Because it's Texas, right? That's right. That is true. Woo! 100% true. 
Four out of five for me. Five out of five, bitch. Oh, five out of five. We have a clear-cut winner. Oh. Actually, you know what? We have perfection. Yeah, That's five right. Out that of is five. a hundred. That's right. That's a hundred. Hunted. Keeping it hunted. Straight fucking hunted. Keeping it hunted. Come on, man. I'm, I'm stalling over here. Give me five that's rights. Uh, I don't have a that's right anymore. He's keeping it You don't hunted. have the that's right fucking... That's right. That's right. That's right. Can I frame this and hang it up on the wall like right here behind us? Boom. That's right. Right there. Wait, no, that's where the clips go. There. Right there. All right. That was interesting. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. A nice little break from, uh... This weird shit. Let's move on, guys. Where Coming back on? here. Coming back. Coming let's, back. let's come Bring back, back. here. Bring come back. on back. Golden Jazz Master. All right, let's fast forward to 1936. Because uh, we were in the 80s. Uh, I mean, the 1800s and the 1900s <laughs> there. Uh, you got that image there. Fast forward. Democratic President Franklin Roosevelt, who's known as... FDR. That's right. One re-election that year on the strength of the New Deal. They oh, that New Deal. That New Deal. The set. It's got that shiny New Deal smell. Can you smell it? Just that's don't that. Don't new forget deal. the undercoating. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna want to get those floor mats as well, right? <laughs> that's right. Got that New Deal for you. It's a set of depressing fixing, depression oh. fixing rem, uh, reforms, including. Regulation of financial institutions, founding of welfare and pension programs, infrastructure development, and MER. Roosevelt won in a landslide against Republican Alf Landon, who opposed these exercises of federal power. So sometime between the 1860s and 1936, the Democratic Party of small government became the party of big government, and the Republican Party of big government became rhetorically committed to curbing federal power. How did this switch happen? Eric Rockway, a professor of American history at the University of California, Davis, pins a transition to the turn of the 20th century when a highly influential Democrat named William Jennings Bryan blurred party lines by emphasizing the government's role in ensuring social justice through expansions of federal power. Traditionally, this was a Republican stance. So the Democrats and the Republicans started sharing the same views at this point. I don't know if they started sharing it or they just saw this was the method that was working, so we got to do that too. And so this is where we start seeing votes switch, especially when Barry Goldwater was running against, uh, actually was against the Civil War Act, uh, the Civil Rights Act of 1960. And that's when... I say against the Civil War Act, man. He's way late to that fucking game. <laughs> the Civil Rights Act. He was, he was against that. And uh, that's what a lot, you see a lot of people change there, too. So um, the surge of blacks leaving the Republican began. And by 1936, 75% of blacks voted Democrat. This, uh, this was good fortune for the Democrats. In subsequent decades, progressive Democrats recognized that they could secure virtually permanent hold on the black vote by creating plantation-style dependency on the state. So this is where we see all those slums. We see all that, all that uh, the, well, the cheap housing, the welfare incentives. This is what they're doing to keep them dependent on the state. It's not cool. We're seeing that every day. FDR was just improvising and the voters ate it up, saying whatever black voters wanted to hear to get votes. Even though FDR's racist New Deal would prevent anti-lynching laws from being enacted, the promise of tens of thousands of jobs proved more acceptable to black voters. Economic reasons. 
image 16, what about the white racist Southerners? So as the South became more prosperous and economically during the 1950s and 60s, the racist appeal lost its currency. And while Southern Democrats realized that they had more in common with the Republican Party, they identified with the GOP idea of controlling your own destiny and improving your own life. The South became more industrial and then post-industrial. White Southerners switched parties not because of race, but because of economic prospects. Interestingly, whites moved to the Republican Party for the same reason blacks moved to the Democratic Party. Both groups saw the journey as congruent with their economic self-interest. This is not a big switch. So if we take all the Democrats during this time, we have all the, we're not talking about the voters, we're talking about the Democrats, the, the politicians. Uh, we got that guy up there, next one, beep. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the rednecks. Oh, you want the next? Oh, yeah, the next one. So, this is from this is from uh, Hillary's America, which I'll talk about a little later. Uh, if you see the little red dots, this is one percent of the Democrats who decided to go Republican. It's less less than one percent, so that's not a big switch. But we do. That's where people think that's where the switch happened was during that time. So, in a remarkable book, the end of Southern exceptionalism. Boom. Byron Schaefer and Richard Johnston make the case to show how Democrats tried and failed to keep Southern whites in the fold by appealing to racism. Southern whites, however, migrated to the GOP as the party that better represented their interests and aspirations. Schaefer and Johnston supply reams of data to substantiate their claim that the poorest, most racist whites remain Democratic, while more prosperous whites who were not racist were more likely to become Republicans. To the horror of the Democratic Party, the South moved in on the Republican direction as white Southerners embraced the GOP as the non-racist party of the economic... When uh, was that? Because that's definitely not the case now. Well, it's not a modern thing whatsoever. <clears throat> uh, what do you mean? Do you think that they're racist down there? They're still racist down there? Oh, well, there's definitely a lot of racism still, and they're definitely on the Republican side. They're definitely on the Republican side. Anytime you see someone like screaming about, go back to your country or get out of here, blah, 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 or any white supremacist group, what side do they align with? Well, they're alt-right. They're not right. They, the alter they want to be the alternative to Democrat. the right. Well, they're not Republican. So the Black Panthers. I see a lot, who, which I see one, a lot who, more of them wearing MAGA hats. So what about, it doesn't matter that they're Nazis. That doesn't mean that they support Nazis. You know who, no, you no, know who not, supports not, Nazis. No, listen, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm saying the racists, the obvious racists are the ones with this party. They're wearing MAGA hats. I'm not saying that every single person in a MAGA hat is a racist. I'm saying racists tend to be aligned with that now. I'm seeing more racism on the other side, like this woman called Sarah Jong, who thinks it's okay to... Call oh, the whites. one you went off about the other day, right? But she I'm was responding more racism to people. On, well, that she was she was responding <laughs> no, to the people sending her racist shit. Oh yeah, she's totally doing that. No, there was no there was one little thing she showed you, and she goes, and then she starts posting a million things, a bunch of fucking uh, tweets. I'm trying to say, why is my stop fucking around with that? You're fucking my ears. Well, you guys got to yelling, man. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> But no, uh, I'm seeing more racism on that side than I'm seeing on Republican side. Where, where am I seeing? You're saying well, you, you see the videos where guys are like, "You go back to where you come from," and that's that's your evidence for Republicans are the racists. Is that your is that your your argument for that? That's no, dude. You're trying to tell me Republicans are well, most racists are Republicans. I'm saying they align more with that side. Yes, uh, I'm absolutely saying that. Okay. 
when the left is historically the one that's intolerant, they put restrictions that's on That's not every- the case anymore. Like, bringing it's not the up, case anymore. Bringing up shit from fucking hundreds of years ago and going, this is Democrats. I'm fucking Democrat, and I know a lot of other... De- like, I don't know anybody that's going to say stupid racist shit or pull out like, well, you know, the blacks tend to statistically do this, so all blacks need to be judged by the blah, 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 which is an absolutely racist thing to say. Right. But I don't know any Democrats fucking doing that. Are you for lower taxes? Yeah. Are you for free market capitalism? Mm-hmm. Are you for free enterprise? Yeah. Are you for strong national defense? You're not for gun rights. No. Uh, deregulation? How about restrictions on labor I, unions? Dude, I'm not... You fucking align with what? the GOP more than anything. Just because gun rights is something that makes people jump to the Democratic You're side. leaping completely away from what I was fucking saying. Go ahead. All I'm saying is I see a whole lot of fucking racism... Aligned with the Republican. I'm not saying everything about the Republican Party is racist. I'm not saying okay, not. So I'm not ask, saying all Republicans. Right. I'm not making I'm not a blanket gonna, statement. I'm not going to make you. I'm not going to say but, that you are. But what are you seeing that's racist? The fucking Muslim Act of all things. Like, there's a whole lot of shit. Like, hold what? up a second. How are Muslims race? How is that a, a race? Because anytime you see a brown person, you're like, fucking Muslim, get out of here. Oh, I'm dude. You hate fucking Christians. That, no, I it's don't. Totally fine to, well, you, you give them a lot of shit. and I say that because one fucking brown person does something and everybody's like, oh, this is why we need the whole ban. So and what I, if, I, what I if, know. What if Christians I bring, were all brown people? I bring this up as, as a fucking counter argument. If you're going to take this one instance and judge an entire look of Hold people up, wait, by it. What one instance? You mean the, the hundreds of terrorist attacks that are claimed by the Muslim people of uh, the ISIS how, state? Uh, how, many, how many fucking Muslims... Foreign-born, like how many Muslims attacks there have been? Because I guarantee white males, white American males, have killed more. uh, Yes, you're right. Okay, so if you're, so hold up, so you're going to use that. You're going to use that one little instance to go. Well, no, Muslims are not as bad. My point, dude, they are disproportionate amount compared to whites. If you were to put us and put per capita, hold up a second. If you were to put, I'm trying to make this point for fucking three minutes now. Go ahead. Sorry. If you're going to say. This right here means all these people need to be banned because we need to do something to protect America. Then look at what's actually a bigger threat and taking more American lives. But you don't do that because they look it's like so you. It's so short-sighted because there's something we can actually do. You, what are you going to do about banning white people? Huh? I'm, not, I'm just Wait, saying. No, you tell me. How are you going to ban? You uh, don't. Okay, you don't so, ban white so brown people either. You, you don't. It's not brown people. They're Muslims. It doesn't matter what color they are. If you come from that country, <laughs> it does not matter what, co- right. what color you are. But tell that to the people who see someone who looks different on the street and fucking goes off on them and tells them to leave or all of a sudden they're fucking, I'm so scared of them brown because they might bomb me. Like, this is bullshit. I'm not going to say that the, that doesn't happen. But you're using those those two videos on the internet of that happening, opposed to the evidence that I keep doing week after week of the racist left side, and you still want to defend the left like you're like they're fucking angels. I give you all the stuff of how the Democrats because that's not what the Democratic Party is anymore. Exactly. Why would you even hover for the Democrat Party when they say that they're for social justice and they call the other side who historically fought for all that stuff? Because that's not what that party is either. No, see, you're wrong. You cannot say that. The Republicans are racist all of a sudden because they're not I racist. I didn't say Republicans are racist. In fact, okay. specifically, repeatedly, I said it multiple times so that you wouldn't put that in my face. Okay. I said, I tend to see racists aligned with the Republicans. And I said, not all Republicans, very clearly. I'm not saying all Republicans are racist. I fucking made a point. I say that all Democrats that. are racist. How about that? Well, see, then you're being worse than I am. I'm just fucking, but... 
I think the same amount of people or more are. What do you think about the Republicans? Or at least the racist part. Not all of them, of course, because not everybody is racist. I don't think no. there is that many racists. There are. There absolutely are. You don't, have to, you don't have to fucking walk around in a white hood burning crosses to be racist. Okay? So what, what, what constitutes Racism, someone as racist? Whenever racist. you judge an entire race of people or hold them accountable for something that happened, like when you have suspicions about an entire race of people, that's specifically racism. So like the argument I hear a lot. Why you well, hear about patterns and shit. More, more blacks. There's black on black crime. So you're saying that blacks need to be held to different standards because of something that blacks do. That's an entirely racist thing because you're basing a race of people off of this fucking statistic. Stick with me here. How do you think? That's we, all racism. How do you think we predict weather because of patterns? When you start seeing patterns, you are able to predict whether things are going to happen. Now it doesn't always happen that way, but you get a better idea. This okay, is smart. So Why would you if just you're, keep going, if you're gonna ignore, say what, ignore all the data black, and go, um, okay, we can't do this because they're just black people. If you're going to say blacks kill more blacks, then why are white cops afraid of them? I think people are just afraid of black people in general. It's But they shouldn't be. Well, it's, because the, I know, you're right. the, the thug be. mentality that we have is not just blacks. There's any fucking race of people. It's I've about where some, you come from, I've what situations some, you grow some, up in. Uh, it has nothing to do with guys, your race. Man. I've seen some scary-ass white so guys, man. So it has nothing to do with that. Okay. Yeah. But when you make a statement like that and be like, well, this is black, they, just, they, they need to do with it. That's fucking racist because you're putting an entire race accountable. That's literally the definition of racism. Okay, you're right. And so when you say, when you defend Sarah John, when she says cancel white people, you're doing the same thing. She's telling, white is a race too. But I people know. seem to ignore that. People seem to ignore the fact that people are people. It doesn't matter what color they are. And when you start saying it's okay for white genocide to happen, just like I, I was telling you. I never said it was okay for white genocide I'm, to I'm, happen. Nick Ryder said it's okay for white genocide. No, he never, did. Never, he never said that. Um, but you don't have to keep telling me that because I know you didn't say that. I'm talking to the people I definitely, definitely don't agree with that. That sure. is not a supported statement. By him. But it is supported by many other scholars and conservatives all over the country. I didn't say that either. He did not say that. Okay, so um, let's look at the Democratic platform today because it seems nothing like what we've been talking about. Yet somehow they've given you the idea that they're the ones for that started all this when historically they haven't. They're not for civil liberty. Well, they are now, but they haven't been. All the way up to the, the fucking 60s is okay, when we start well, seeing Okay, well, I wasn't alive in the 60s, so I wasn't voting Democrat in the 60s. <laughs> well, okay. Um, so the only time we see Democrats for civil liberty was the Civil Rights Act of 1960. This guaranteed blacks, women, and other minorities the right to not be discriminated against in jobs and government contracts. Pretty much what they were already constitutionally guaranteed with the addition of non-discrimination laws. Image 19, boom. So this passed in the House with 63% of Democrats and 80% of Republicans voting yes. 63% Democrats, 80% Republicans. Had passed in the Senate, 69% Democrats and 94% Republicans voted yes. Awesome. So why Democrats would take credit for this is insane. But if we look at this, can you make that a little bigger, bud? Yep. Um, this is clearly a joint effort put forth by the Republicans and the Democrats take credit for it. While it is true that Democrats voted more yays, and you can see that um, there's more, Republic, uh, more Democrats, there's actually more, there was actually a majority of Democrats at the time, but only there, uh, the amount of nays in the Democrats is nearly the amount of Republicans who voted yay. So if Republicans put, this, put forth this act, it probably might not have been passed. The Democrats would have filibustered it out of existence. 
But when Democratic Senate Majority Leader Mike Mansfield made the first motion about the bill in the Senate, a well-organized filibuster attempt started. And had it been successful, the Civil Rights Act would have, uh, would have been finished for that Senate session. Um, it just kept going on. They filibustered, they filibustered, they filibustered, and it finally passed. But it was all Democrats who were filibustering. Well, not all of them, but you can still see that 80% of Republicans over 63% of Democrats in the House, 94% of Republicans, but they take credit for this. Not cool. So we can still see at this point, everybody's for civil liberty. Everybody's for this. My, sure. point, my point about this whole thing is that the, race, the racists aren't the Democrats. The racists aren't the Republicans. Historically, we've seen some racist stuff. Today, they're not like that at all. No. They're closer to what the Republicans were back in the day. So what I'm trying to say is that Republicans never really changed. They got a little bit more classic. And what happened is that the Republicans just sort of, uh, like what I mean by more classic is they kind of, uh, they, they got more fat cat. They got more, more industrial. They got my, more, I got mine. Yeah. It started becoming, you know, you control your own destiny. You, it's like you, you got to this. It's not about us supporting you anymore. Point, sure. It's not about that because we've helped you enough. Like, that's the mentality that Democrats right, have about the Republicans. What's the, the idea Republicans. of, like, I don't know, like the... We gave you the, 100 years of civil liberties, and now you're... And the now, Democrats, we're, now, we're, now it's all us. Well, no, hey, we're not saying none of that's gone. We say we've fought for you guys so much. Now this other side seems they want to take more credit for it, so let them work on it. But what have they given them? Fucking slums, where they keep them there for the votes. The slums, the hoods, the ghettos. That's what the Democrats have been doing for the minorities. So, again, I don't know why uh, Democrats would take... that that's all they do. It's not all they do, but that's what they've done. They, they put in, yeah, they put in programs like, you can't afford anything, let's help you and get you on your feet. Now, there are people who take advantage of these programs, I'm not going to say that, but, like, they're not put in place to keep them down, they're put in place to help. Now, now I watch a lot of mob stuff, and I'm not saying this is how it's going, right? <laughs> But think about if they got these contracts to do it. They get these contracts to independent contractors, and they skip off the skim off the top, and that's why these slums are so shitty. Nobody attends to them. This is just run by a mob. Could you of say course, I've been watching. Situation it's a very is a difficult, difficult situation say. out there in the hoods. So, uh, image twenty. Boom. Have you heard of Rosa Parks? I have heard of, course of Rosa you have. Parks. Have you heard about this woman, Ida B. Wells? Ida B. Wells. Ida B. Wells. She's an investigative journalist, educator, and an early leader in the civil rights movement. She was one of the founders of the National Association for the Advancement of People of Color. Well, she, colored people, because <laughs> it's that NAACP. Whoa, bro, you can't say that, dude. Um, that's what totally NAACP became, stands for. You're right. You're right. I was making a joke. You know that, right? I hope you know that. I don't know anymore. I, I, ju I just don't know. I just anymore. don't know. Of people, the National Association for the Advancement of People of Color. She totally became the most famous black woman in America during a time that was centered on combating prejudice and violence. She also refused to give up her seat on a train for a white man and was punished long before Rosa. Why haven't you heard of her? Oh, because she was Republican? Duh, she was Republican. Gosh, and those damn Democrats put up some giant conspiracy theory to keep her down. Well, it, it's, it's truthful that you don't hear. Why, why haven't you heard about her? She was doing way more than Rosa Parks did in her day, which is a long time ago, man. We're talking back in the Lincoln days. Why don't you hear about that? Why is it because Rosa Parks? Because it was Parks? back in the Lincoln days. Well, you, you know, 
you have to know about this kind of stuff. Either way, I don't hate, I'm not hating on you for not knowing. I'm sorry, guys. Let's pop up this Snopes thing here real quick. Uh, no, fuck that. No, forget it. Uh, I'm going to play you guys out with another wonderful video by the brilliant minds at PragerU. This will recap a lot of what you guys just heard. I recommend that you guys watch Dinesh D'Souza's movie, Hillary's America is available on Amazon Prime for free. Check it out. Watch his other movie, 2016. It really, it really is a really good movie. And it's full. He's a scholar, so you know all that stuff is true. And uh, you'll learn what you just learned today, but it'll look better and sound better. Uh, do you want to say anything before we go, buddy? Um, I mean, I'm not going to deny that it has shitty roots, but I don't think that any of that is what the party stands for now. And I agree with you 100%. So, I also think that uh, the, the Republicans aren't racist as you want to say they are. No, I'm sure that there are again. racist people. Hold up a second. But I can say the same thing about Democrats, but can we agree on, on solid common ground that neither of the parties stand for racism? Right. Neither of them stand for it. Yep. They're all against it. And that's what I really want to put out. Historically, they haven't, but it shows that you can change. But you should know where you're coming from to know where you're going. So let's play out with this PragerU video, you guys. This is fucking uh, Carol Swain. Fucking brilliant. When you think about racial equality and civil rights, which political party comes to mind? The Republicans or the Democrats? Most people would probably say the Democrats, but this answer is incorrect. Since its founding in 1829, the Democratic Party has fought against every major civil rights initiative and has a long history of discrimination. The Democratic Party defended slavery, started the Civil War, opposed Reconstruction, founded the Ku Klux Klan, imposed segregation, perpetrated lynchings, and fought against the Civil Rights Acts of the 1950s and 1960s. In contrast, the Republican Party was founded in 1854 as an anti-slavery party. Its mission was to stop the spread of slavery into the new Western territories with the aim of abolishing it entirely. This effort, however, was dealt a major blow by the Supreme Court in the 1857 case, Dred Scott versus Sandford. The court ruled that slaves aren't citizens, they're property. The seven justices who voted in favor of slavery, all Democrats, the two justices who dissented, both Republicans. The slavery question was, of course, ultimately resolved by a bloody civil war. The commander in chief during that war was the first Republican president, Abraham Lincoln, the man who freed the slaves. Six days after the Confederate army surrendered, John Wilkes Booth, a Democrat, assassinated President Lincoln. Lincoln's vice president, a Democrat named Andrew Johnson assumed the presidency. But Johnson adamantly opposed Lincoln's plan to integrate the newly freed slaves into the South's economic and social order. Johnson and the Democratic Party were unified in their opposition to the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery, the 14th Amendment, which gave blacks citizenship, and the 15th Amendment, which gave blacks the vote. All three passed only because of universal Republican support. During the era of Reconstruction, federal troops stationed in the South 
helped secure rights for the newly freed slaves. Hundreds of black men were elected to southern state legislatures as Republicans, and 22 black Republicans served in the U.S. Congress by 1900. The Democrats did not elect a black man to Congress until 1935. But after Reconstruction ended, when the federal troops went home, Democrats roared back into power in the South. They quickly reestablished white supremacy across the region with measures like black codes, laws that restricted the ability of blacks to own property and run businesses, and they imposed poll taxes and literacy tests used to subvert black citizens' right to vote. And how was all of this enforced? By terror, much of it instigated by the Ku Klux Klan, founded by a Democrat, Nathan Bedford Forrest. As historian Eric Foner, himself a Democrat, notes, in effect, the Klan was a military force serving the interests of the Democratic Party. President Woodrow Wilson, a Democrat, shared many views with the Klan. He resegregated many federal agencies and even screened the first movie ever played at the White House, the racist film, The Birth of a Nation, originally entitled The Klansman. A few decades later, the only serious congressional opposition to the landmark Civil Rights Act of 1964 came from Democrats. 80% of Republicans in Congress supported the bill, less than 70% of Democrats did. Democratic senators filibustered the bill for 75 days until Republicans mustered the few extra votes needed to break the logjam. And when all of their efforts to enslave blacks, keep them enslaved, and then keep them from voting had failed, the Democrats came up with a new strategy. If black people are going to vote, they might as well vote for Democrats, as President Lyndon Johnson was purported to have said about the Civil Rights Act, I'll have them voting Democrat for 200 years. So now, the Democratic Party prospers on the votes of the very people it has spent much of its history oppressing. Democrats falsely claim that the Republican Party is the villain, when in reality, it's the failed policies of the Democratic Party that have kept blacks down. Massive government welfare has decimated the black family. Opposition to school choice has kept them trapped in failing schools. Politically correct policing has left black neighborhoods defenseless against violent crime. So when you think about racial equality and civil rights, which political party should come to mind? I'm Carol Swain, professor of political science and law at Vanderbilt University for Prager University. Thanks hey. for watching. All right. To keep our videos free. So we are getting back to it. Let's do the news. That's right. Holy fuck, dude. Knows, that's right. We coming at you, coming with the light. Are we recording? We've got the news. We've got the Say you nailed that on the first try. We've got the news, yeah. We've got the news That is right. So, a North Carolina woman accused of trying to bite off her boyfriend's ex-boyfriend's testicles have been found not guilty of malicious castration. Now wait, was he ex at the time of the bite, or was he ex because of the bite? I'm sure it led to the ex. I mean, right? They were probably fighting at the time when she bit off. The nuts? I mean, the biting would definitely lead to X, but if she was already X, or he was already X, then what...
what you doing putting <laughs> his balls in? Like, if they already split up, don't put his balls in your mouth. I don't have much on this. The man testified Tuesday <laughs> that he punched her in the head to stop her as she bit his chest and arms and ripped open his scrotum. Oh. Argument September 2015. Wait, why was, how was she biting chest and arms and then all of a sudden was at his scrotum? I mean, that's quite a jump. Yeah, ripped open his scrotum. Oh, my God. Do you think she lured him over there like... Like Let's get back together. Yeah. And the, uh, the like, old, hey, this is what I'm going to do. The old 2.30 in the morning, W-I-D question oh, mark yeah. text. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she says, uh, he says he still has psychological and physical problems. <laughs> After getting oof, his scrotum oof. ripped open. God. Ripped All right. open. Yes, thank it doesn't you. get easier the more you say it. <laughs> In fact, it gets harder. Oh, anyways, so she goes. No, she's, nobody. All right, it gets harder. Yes, <laughs> you're really uh, testing me. Oh, all right, that's enough of that, you guys. Sorry. So, no, I, I actually <laughs> like, just saw something done. recently. There was a, a MMA fighter who was like his day job is construction, and he uh, was drilling. Like he was sitting on something and drilling in between his legs, and his his bits got caught up in it. <laughs> yep. Oh, got zipped up real good. Yeah. Yep. Oh no way! He's All like, right. I'm not gonna fight for a while. I need to let this. I feel, uh, uh, I fear that a high kick might rip I, it back I think open. I ruined myself. <laughs> All right, next story. So here, tying guys. that in there. So scientists have found pri- probiotics in the feces of babies and created cocktail of it to feed to mice, which had an astonishing, astonishingly positive impact on their gut health. This is disgusting, and it seems like everyone's trying to load up on probiotics these days to balance sure. their gut bacteria. But how, why were they testing baby poop? They're scientists. Just, hey, let's see what happens when I poke at this. Hey, man, we got parents separated from their families at the border, but fuck that. Let's look up uh, let's look at baby, baby poop. Let's look at baby poop. Let's guys. poke around in this. And why only baby poop? Because <laughs> well, they have so many stem cells? Well, I'll, I'll tell you why, because it actually has something about that in here. So babies are usually pretty healthy and clearly do not suffer from age-related diseases such as diabetes and cancer. Says uh, the lead author of study, Hiram Yadif, PhD, assistant professor of molecular medicine at Wake Forest School of Medicine. So if there's an adult that doesn't have diabetes or cancer, they could have probiotic poop too? (laughs) Uh, Perhaps, but you know, babies are new, so they don't have, they're they're pretty... Well, yeah, the bodies are still developing, that's why they have... HGH and stem cells. So yeah, okay, that's probably what's going on there too. about 25, you stop making those. That's why Stallone got busted with it. Oh, baby poop? Well, HGH. But oh, now okay. he might now he might be buying baby poop. What would he say about that? Uh, you know, I, I little, uh, whatever my daughter's name is. Uh, when, you, when, when my granddaughter takes a poop, why don't you bring that on over here? I'll put it in my kill smoothie. You know? I, got, I got Rambo 5 coming out. Hey, uh, hey. Yeah, I got Creed 2 coming I got to look my best. Slay, Slay, I've got this, I got this poop for you, man. But oh, that's great, man. That's what, great. What, what can I put it in? I got this paper bag. Would you like it in a paper bag? Uh, no, no, better, better stick it in a Ziploc. <laughs> and scene. It is highly unlikely that store shelves will be teeming with baby poop yogurt or baby poop kombucha. So that being said, kombucha. I thought we're going to go ahead and give you guys some funny names for smoothies that you guys can use if you decide to open up your own baby poo smoothie shop. I've got baby green machine poothie. How about the good old-fashioned berries and shit? That's a good obvious, yeah. How about a uh, good old-fashioned banana and poo? This is a good one off there, uh, off the food menu here. Terrible two turds and whey. Oh, <laughs> little Miss Muffet. If you want to go to two their, turds and whey. <laughs> you want to go for some juice here, you go for the tootie pooty with the power poost. 
Oh, gosh. oh. <laughs> here's a good old classic one: The Duke of Juice, mm. Honeydew and Poo, Green Crap. Tea Poothy. Here's a good one. Uh, why don't you go ahead and say this one? Oh, uh, oh, this is this is my favorite: the old fecal berry and cream. <laughs> That's what I get every time. Hey, uh, Daily Juice. Can I get a old fecal berry? I had to go with that because the uh, the main juice company here in Austin is a friend of ours, Lemon. Yeah. That, so I can't. We bring definitely don't it. want them to yeah. be giving us the old-fashioned banana shit going. Oh on no! <laughs> or my favorite, the Dingleberry Kombucha. Ooh. Great, 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 great. Uh, that being said, I'm never going to try it ever. I don't care because uh, there was. A um, if you're up in Canada, you can get some poutine. Ooh. <laughs> With I'm afraid you don't have to be cheese, in Canada, though, for that. Cheese, well, turds, and poutine. Cheese, turds, and poutine. Anyways, all right, let's Ooh. move on. Final story here. All right. There's a crippling resurgence of black lung disease seen in U.S. coal miners. This is crazy. Since the 1990s, annual members of the U.S. coal miners with new confirmed cases of an advancement form of so-called black lung disease known as progressive massive fibrosis have been steadily rising. Is that one of those things, like, they have the commercial for If you are a loved one who suffers from, like, mesothelioma and all that, is there one of those for these? Because that sounds uh, One of these days, there will probably be, what do they call those? Um, uh, the special action lawyer. lawsuit. The, when it's uh, class action. Class thank action. you. Thank, thank you. It's an entirely preventable disease, and every case is, as, uh, every case is an important representation of a failure to prevent this disease. So we actually got somebody to talk to us. I, I called him up and... Give us just a little bit, so let's listen to him. It's one of the coal miners. Okay. All right, here we go. <coughs> I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. Thank you guys so very much. Well down there. <laughs> it's very, not very well ventilated down there. Thank you guys so much for listening. That's been another wow. episode of Emergency <laughs> Exit. <laughs> that was the... The whole interview, huh? That was the whole interview. He just wanted to tell me that uh, it's not well ventilated. It's not well ventilated down there, so that's it. No, you're you're digging into the ground. Just digging into the ground. Well, yeah. I mean, unless you're digging vents, it's not going to be very. I don't have a son, Merman, Merman. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of Emergency Exit Podcast. If you guys like our content. Check us out on iTunes. We just They just added a bunch of our stuff on iTunes, so you probably got a bunch of our downloads on there. We're on Stitcher, Overcast, OKHTTP for some reason. Hey, and you can also go to emergencyexitpodcast.com. That's right. Oh, that's right. We have a site go, to plug. Go straight to the source there. That's right. Right to the horse's and, mouth. And then bottle it like every water bottle claims to do. It's fucking horrible. Bottle at horses. the source. Which is the, the tap in the back room. <laughs> So we're going to get back to some more comedy. I'm getting too crazy with the political stuff. This is not about that. Sometimes it will be, but not every fucking week. All right, boys and girls? Yeah, next week we're going to talk. Well, what was the bit we used to do next week? Penguins on the moon. Penguins on the moon? (laughs) (laughs) On the moon? That's right. So follow Nick Ryder at Ryder Guitar. Follow Brandon at EMEX Pod. Follow me at That's Right Los for Nick Ryder. For Brandon the Hardhead Mitchell, I am Lo saying That's correct. That's right. That's right. I don't know what this is, and I can't stop playing with it.